never know how to start these things off. Yeah, it's, it's tricky. So this is the podcast where I try to introduce my girlfriend to new concepts, movies, stuff she hasn't heard of. And then after I introduce it to her, I find out whether she likes it, whether she thinks it's dumb. My name is Kyle, and to my immediate left is... Jeff! And today, Jess, we're going to learn about something called Idiocracy. Okay. So what is it? Is it a book, a movie? Based on the word, I would assume that idiocracy is something to do with idiots. I, like I said, I've heard the word only in passing. I don't know the definition, and I I really don't know what it could be. Okay, that's fair. So what we're going to do is I'll give you a little bit of a hint. It's a movie. All right, so it's on Disney+. Plus. To be more specific, it's stars, in case you want to watch it, too, before listening to it. Here's a scene from it. Yes. Okay. And then here's the poster. Okay. So you got Luke Wilson. So it's a yellow poster with the main dude, and then it's, like, got the evolutionary chain, like, ape to man, but it looks like they're de-evolving back down. So it's got to be something to do with evolution, maybe something in the future. Can you make out what's on his t-shirt? I can't see that far. It's a brain with the Ghostbuster circle and line through it. Okay, so it's got it's definitely something to do with intelligence. Um, All right, so let's hear, let's he hear the pitch up... now. Let's hear. Wow, so let's hear the pitch. Go for it. Okay, I'm like maybe he's like a normal dude and he wakes up one day in a society where everybody's just really fucking stupid. Did I not tell you that she's the best at this? Is that what it's about? Well, we're gonna find out. But... Okay. All right, sit back and relax. Uh, just just so we are all aware, as I was saying that, the look of amazement on his face. All right. Guy, I'm not going to say it. You're going to find out. All right, here's the transition music. Playing it now. See you guys in an hour 24 minutes. All right, so we just watched the movie, Idiocracy. What did you think of it? Oh, well, it was... It was funny. It was pretty much what I expected it to be. Yeah, you did a pretty um, good job guessing what it was going to be about. Yeah, everybody was pretty fucking stupid. Yeah, so um, why don't you tell me real quick, like, a quick like plot summary of what it was about. Uh, so this average guy, Joe. Average Joe. Oh, I just got oh, that. Oh, shit. <laughs> Look at we, that. We both just got that. Yes. Okay? So this average Joe is working for the military. They decide to take him and this random prostitute and put them in, like, a hyperbaric chamber for a year just to see if we can, like, put humans to sleep and wake them up later. And the running joke is Joe doesn't know that she's a prostitute. He thinks she's a painter. It was only supposed to be for a year, and the uh, military guy who started this, he got arrested for running a prostitution rink. <laughs> yeah, that was, the best was... For, that was the best running joke was, like... <laughs> The guy went down to talk to a pimp to get a prostitute for the experiment. Yeah. And he was so, like, allured by the pimp lifestyle that he slowly, like, first he got the gold tooth. Mm -hmm. And then he called them the N-word when he was, like, closing them up into, like, the chambers. And then you find out that they don't find them because he was in charge of the experiment. And he got arrested for opening up a prostitution ring. Okay. Sorry, I didn't know that uh, Kyle had changed his name to Jess, and he was doing the rundown of the movie. Oh, I'm sorry. You go, no, no, you go ahead. You go ahead. I'll just sit here in silence and listen to you tell me about a movie I just watched. Uh, I'm not telling you. I'm telling them. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Dumbass. Here, I'm so dumb. Go ahead. <laughs> you fucking threw me off the groove. So you got arrested for, like, running a prostitution ring. So basically, the whole experiment gets forgotten about. 
The time capsules kind of just get buried under, like, rubble and shit. It says that, like, humanity just gets stupider. They wake up because there's a huge garbage problem and there was a garbage avalanche. Joe crashes through, like, this dude's apartment. His name's Frito. Frito um, was my favorite character. Yeah, Frito was pretty fucking funny. That was an awesome yeah. name. Joe wakes up thinking that it's only been a year because initially that's what they were told. So he finds out it's really 500 years later and he's freaking the fuck out. He goes to the hospital and he doesn't pay. Gets arrested for that and they give him an IQ test in jail. He escapes jail just simply by saying, no, I'm supposed to be getting out today. He has to go check the computer and he just ran. <laughs> so he's a fugitive. Yeah, so now he's a fugitive from the law. I'm pretty sure if he was smart enough, he probably could have figured out a way to get out without running. Yeah, but that's the thing. is like he's not actually smart. Yeah. He's average. Yeah. That's fair. I actually had that uh, realization watching it. Like, who did you actually think the smartest person on the planet was? The prostitute. What was her name? Rita. Yeah, like, Rita was smarter than Joe, I felt. In some aspects, yes. But I think it's more so that Joe was just very oblivious to shit. Well, that was the thing, right? Like, Rita didn't know what was going on, but she was able to trick that guy into opening up a tab for a few days. See, that's the difference, is that... She clearly has street smarts. They're probably around the same, like, intelligence level. Oh, I didn't, I wasn't saying, like, she's, like, light years smarter than him. I'm just saying, like, it's pretty funny, like, yeah. you find out at the end that um, yeah, he so. hires Frito as the vice president, but, like, she probably would have been a more useful vice president than this first lady. But, like, we all know the first lady is really running the show. I mean, in Barack Obama's case, that that is the truth. Yeah. I don't know if Donald Trump's wife is really running the show. I don't think anybody was running the show. It was the Donald Trump show. Right. Four years of that. Thank God it's over. And I see. I don't know who Joe Biden's married to. Maybe the, the Crypt Keeper. Uh, but I doubt they're running the show. Well, they're both really old. Anyways, we are off topic. Yes. They rearrest him after he escapes. They bring him to the White House where they employ him pretty much to solve all of the world's problems. One of which is that there are no crops growing anymore. Well, we find out that they've been watering crops with essentially Gatorade this whole time because, and Joe's like, but you need to water plants. Uh, essentially, the only time water is being used in this future is to flush the toilet. He proposes that, but because this company that makes Gatorade bought the FDA and the FCC, they made it like a huge monopoly. They employed over half the country, and when uh, they stopped watering crops with this Gatorade, Stocks drop to zero. Lots of people lost their job. They get really mad at Joe. They put him in, like, this monster truck thing where they're essentially trying to kill him. Yeah, it's like the old, like, um, what's what's the term I'm looking for? The old, like, uh, not Greek, not barbarians. Romans. The old Roman time. With, like, like, in the Colosseum. Gladiators and stuff. Yeah. But they've taken, it looks like they've almost taken, like, monster trucks. And you remember, like, when they had those, those like, robot fights you'd watch on yes. TV? Because each of the monster trucks had, like, things on. There was, like, a screwdriver one. There was okay, a jackhammer these, one. I think it was just um, dick metaphors the entire time. Because the one on Joe's car was a floppy dildo. Oh, yeah. Because he, like, obviously had the, the shitty vehicle because he was meant to, like, because he's meant to be the guy who dies. They gave him, like, a car with a dildo covering his, like, ability to see uh, his surroundings. Oh, but they also added to the uh, monster trucks. There was, like, we saw earlier one guy was, like, dressed like a bunny rabbit. And he got sucked up and, like, it was a lawnmower. Yeah, that was, that was fucked up. So, anyways, on the way there, Rita and Frito noticed that the crops were actually growing because they watered it. Mm -hmm. Why the crops are growing in two days 
beyond me. I didn't know plants could grow that fast, but maybe they're mutant future plants. Yeah, it's been 500 years. You don't yeah. know. Yeah, okay, they're good. Uh, so anyways, well, Joe's trying to, like, stay alive in this coliseum. In the coliseum. Uh, so Rita's like, okay, we need to show the people that the crops are actually growing. And Joe's like, he was right. <laughs> so she tricks this cameraman to, like, take the camera out. She sends Frito out <laughs> to do it. To supervise, make sure it goes to, right. Yeah. Which was a very good idea. They get distracted by a Starbucks, which is actually, like, a prostitute thing. Which seems silly, but, like, they're the ones with a naked, like, mermaid as uh, their as, mascot. Yeah, yeah. If you were going to turn any restaurant, Wendy's, like, excluded, into, you know, a prostitution-esque, like, rub and tug, I feel like Starbucks is the most logical. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so they go in there. Uh, when they come out... The cameraman trips, the camera falls and, like, shows the plant, and then Frito, like, remembers, oh, yeah, this is what I was sent out for. Mm-hmm. So they broadcast the plant to everybody in the Coliseum. The president's like, this guy was right, he got his pardon, we're not gonna kill him, we're not gonna send him to jail. The movie ends with Joe is now the president, Frito's the vice president, Rita's the first lady, mm-hmm. and they have three intelligent children to help make the world a smarter place. And then, like, Frito has 36 kids with his eight wives. Yes, yes, but that's that's not important. Well, I mean, it isn't, but, like, you know, like, uh, the hero's journey, you, where you start off, you have to finish, and the first uh, scene, <laughs> Yeah, okay. First scene was really smart and made a lot of sense, where they show, like, a couple who are intelligent with high IQs, and they keep postponing having children. Because it wasn't the right time to have children, it wasn't the right time. It's like the economy was bad, or then, like, uh, didn't have the money... Or, like, yeah. the world wasn't quite appropriate, and then they keep cutting to this, like, uh, skanky lowlife in the trailer park, and the guy keeps having sex with, like, a bunch of different women who yeah. are also skanky lowlives, and it shows, like, a family tree where, like, he keeps multiplying, and then it's, like, you find out that the smart family, like, the husband died, like, trying to, like, make sperm. Yeah, he had made... a heart attack while he was uh, masturbating so they could do uh, in vitro fertilization. He died the same way Pierce Hawthorne died. <laughs> uh, here's an interesting fact. How much would you think that this movie cost uh, back in 2006? To me? Yeah. Okay, I'm really bad at guessing these, so I'm either going to, like, grossly overguess or severely underguess the price. Mm-hmm. $150,000? You thought it cost $150,000 to make a movie? I don't know how much it costs to make movies. You can't make like a million dollars? A million dollars. See? You see this, guys? See, you hear this? You hear the condescension in his voice. It costs two to four million dollars. Okay, see? which is still so cheap. And if you notice, a lot did of I the... not tell you I was gonna fucking underguess? Yeah. Okay. Didn't the movie kind of feel like an extended YouTube video, like with the like a special effects? Yes. Okay. It felt like a Doug Walker video. It did. It like a nostalgia critic. That's right. I always felt like say what you will with Kevin Smith, but like if he has no money, you don't add any effects. You make it all dialogue or like slapstick funny. They shouldn't rely too much on it. Like, I thought it, the movie started off really strong. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked how they did the, the lead, follow, or get out of the way thing. And then he brings it back later on when he's telling them to lead, uh, follow, or get out of the way. Oh, also, guess how much... Do you think the movie was a success, or you think it did poorly? I'm gonna say it probably did okay. Like, I've never actually heard of it, so I don't think it was that mainstream. But in 2006, I was also, like, 13. Yeah, yeah, me too. So. I remember watching this movie for the first time. You were 13 in 2006. Something like that. You, time he's is good foggy. at math, guys. Time is foggy. It's, it's, it's a man-made concept. The movie made less than half a million dollars back. Oh, so it did 
piss poor. They're really bad. Not a lot of Luke Wilson fans out there, I guess. You know, I didn't even know Luke Wilson was Owen Wilson's brother. Even though we had had a conversation about how there are three Wilson brothers, and I just forgot. There's the Owen Wilson, the Luke Wilson, and the Andrew Wilson. Yeah, so the movie was pretty good. I thought it was pretty good. I remember the first time I saw it, it was with my buddy when I was my teen, a teenager. We watched it in his, like, uh, his brother's bedroom basement. Mm-hmm. I only saw it the one time. I haven't seen it uh, since. Do you feel like it's more relevant then or more relevant now? The way it comments on society and how everyone's getting done. I really feel like it's more relevant now. Yeah. You do kind of see it, especially going back to the Donald Trump thing, mm-hmm. where there are so many people who had followed him. And I don't know if it's glaringly obvious to other people, but he was such a fucking idiot. Yeah, Trump wasn't that great. at. But um... there were, he had so many Americans just blindly following him. They like even rushed the White House in protest of him not getting reelected. How do you feel like that mirrors the movie, though? Like, with their president? Is that what you're saying? or? Yes. Uh, they riot in the movie. They actually rioted the White House when Joe was staying there after the whole no more Gatorade watering the crops situation. Yeah, sometimes when they write movies, they write it in a way where they obviously want, like, money from companies. Like, I wonder if this is an independent film, because it only costs $4 million, and they must have gotten sponsorship from carl's jr yeah I that's think- obvious every other scene has a picture of carl's jr the the female uh character has a carl's jr t-shirt on yes and there's even that one character who um kept saying brought to you by carl's jr joe was like why are you saying that and the guy's like well they pay me every time i say it so easy and, way to make money and see so you commented on like oh how would they find out i could see that in like our reality but i could just see it being so dumb where the guy just writes it down and calls him he's like yeah, I said it 32 times. And then be like, okay, you said it 32 times. Yeah, but see, like, real- realistically, I could just call and be like, I said it 157 times. Lie, I, I understand. Lie means you're clever, and to be clever means you're not dumb. I, I understand that yeah. that's coming from, like, this level of intelligence that we have, not this future where everybody's really dumb. Have you seen the movie The Invention of Lying? No, I have not. All right, well, uh, basically, I'll just say this, that this movie, I felt mirrored that movie in a lot of ways where it's about like a guy who i'll just tell you what it's about so it's about a kid it's an ultra reality where no one lies it's impossible to lie mm-hmm. so even films it's just a guy like reading like historical things he's not even acting because to act is lie right and then one day uh ricky gervais is just able to lie yeah yeah i've kind of seen like the trailer for it he just is able to lie, and everybody believes him because nobody knows what lying is. Yeah, so I thought that was, like... I, I'm not saying, like, they rip off each other. I'm just saying, like, when you're watching Luke Wilson trying to talk to these people, when he says, like... So he's trying to explain to them that, like, the plants don't need electric lights, right? Yeah. And he spends, like, four or five hours or whatever, and he gets to the point where he's like, you know what? The plants talk to me, and they're telling me they need water. It's okay. almost like everyone's so dumb, like, everyone just believes his lies because... I thought that was really funny. Yeah, that was, like, one of the best scenes. I thought for a movie uh, based in the future, it's, like, vision of the future was pretty consistent. Like, I didn't feel like some characters were, like, super stupid and some were just kind of stupid. That Like, dumbness felt pretty consistent. Yeah, yeah, it did. Uh, I liked, which uh, scenes did you, like, like? I think one of my favorite scenes made me laugh was when he got arrested and the officer uh, maces him. But he says what as he's macing him? And, yeah, every time, like, he would say something, the officer would turn around, what, and mace him in the face again. With the exact same time. And he would say something, what, and you're like, 
are you doing like are you that dumb where you're not giving him a chance to like say something like anyway, and at the same funny. time if i i have this thought if joe's supposed to be the smartest guy wouldn't he um realize after like the second time this happened Maybe if I stop talking, he'll stop macing me in the face. Well, Joe's not very smart. We didn't mention this, but the reason why he was selected for the uh, the program was because he was super average. They had all these graphs. Yeah, and he blood was, pressure, this, that, the other thing. Mm-hmm. Everything and it was, all, was just right average. You could one could even say he was an average Joe. How much of the four million do you think Carl Juniors gave the movie? Probably like a well, half. I'm not like even joking. Two million, three million, maybe. They show a fox scene where they, they even yeah, the background is Carl's Jr. Like the stars. little star, yeah. yeah. Uh, we don't have Carl Jr. where we're from. I think that's an American product, uh, fast food joint. Yeah, yeah. We're from Canada. It was pretty obvious, and it's it's like it's funny. It made me laugh. It made me think of Demolition Man because in Demolition Man, the only restaurant it takes place in the future. Mm-hmm. This guy gets frozen. He gets brought to the future. Different movie. Oh my god! Not one. It's not everyone is dumb. Everyone's a pussy. Because like Sylvester Stallone comes to the future, and a criminal from the past comes to the future, and the criminal just destroys everyone. One because everyone's so like docile and pussy like mm-hmm. that, like um, they have to unfreeze the cop from the past. But anyways, in that the only restaurant that exists is Taco Bell. It's like a fine like dining restaurant. Oh, okay. So this they kind of feel like they're trying to do the same thing with Carlos Jr. Okay, yeah, I can see that. I I don't think fine dining would um, work very well in this universe. No, I just I mean... I see what you're saying. Yeah, I just mean, like, how it was, like, uh, every restaurant they seemed to go to was Carl's Jr. Or Starbucks. Yeah, do you think, because uh, obviously a lot of them were jokes, do you think they got money from Starbucks? Probably not, eh? Mm, it's hard to say. They did say Starbucks a few times, so maybe Starbucks did give them some money. But like, it was, like, so derogatory. Yeah, so maybe not. Like, I'm surprised Carl Jr. even did it. Like, they probably didn't read the script, because it's like, oh, yeah, in the future, everyone's dumb, and everyone likes Carl Jr. Oh, yeah, sure. But then again, publicity is publicity, so... Do you think Mike Judge was butthurt uh, when he didn't get the money from Gatorade? Because, like I said, there's a product in the film that they reference every third scene. It's their feet, like, it's in the water fountains, It's uh, they feed it to the plants, and they keep saying electric lights. And I'm wondering if, like, um, that's why the film looks so shitty, because they were expecting more money, like, from Gatorade, possibly, and they, they weren't down... In fact, they had to change the name from Gatorade to something else. Because what else do you say electric lights for if you're not referencing Gatorade or Powerade? Yeah, no, I know. Because that's, like, the big thing for both companies. So that, you could be right. Yeah, because at first I thought it was, like, a Mountain Dew, like, um, replacement. And then I thought it was an energy drink replacement. And then I was like, oh, electric lights, Gatorade. Uh, this film was directed by Judge uh, Mike Judge, who is the creator of Beavis and Butthead, The Good Family. We watched that one episode. Cartoon. Yeah. Um, King of the Hill. Okay. He also did the film Office Space. He actually plays a character in all three Spy Kids as well. Who's he in the Spy Kids movies? Because that, that's finally something that you reference that I'm like, oh, I know this. It makes me sad that I listed off all those like awesome TV shows and movies. Well, I know King of the Hill, obviously. I guess. That boy ain't right. He plays someone named Donagon Giggly? Giggles? Oh, he plays the girl's dad. Oh, okay. The bald dude. Yeah, but he's in all three uh, Spy Kids. Okay. So I guess she's in the first one without her dad, because I know she's only in the second one. He also played uh, Kenny from uh, South... You know South Park, right? Yes. So you know a recurring joke in South Park is that Kenny won't take off... Like, you can't hear Kenny's voice. In the, like, theatric South Park film, mm-hmm. it ends with Kenny taking his hood down, and he, like, gags, right? And he goes, like, hey, guys, thanks for being my friend. And he goes away, right? Um, oh, my God. He voiced Kenny... Talk. Yeah, he voiced Kenny in the film. Oh, 
my goodness. Man, I didn't know that guy. Kenny could talk. He can talk. He's muffled by his, like, uh, mask. Um, I see you wrote down some uh, notes regarding the film. Oh, God. Don't make me read my notes. Let's They're hear, terrible. You got to read them verbatim. Oh, yeah. We're not doing that. All right. So what did you what did you uh, write down? Uh, well, it opens with, like, the, the definition of natural selection and how evolution, we're supposed to get smarter as we evolve. But that's not what happened. Yeah. We got, we got more stupid. But, like, medicine keeps you alive. Even in the opening credits when they were showing that one guy who kept reproducing, at one point after his, like, for, like 40th kid, he, like, does a stupid stunt and breaks his penis. But then the doctors say, like, don't worry, with stem cell research, we can, like, fix your dick, and then he has more kids. Yeah. Yeah, and it was just, like, I was just learning down a lot of things that I feel like if this movie was made today, yeah, a lot of these things wouldn't fly. Yeah, it's like a like, segment we're trying to do on the, the podcast is where we watch things a little, like, uh, 20 years ago or 10 years ago. Yeah. We try to find certain scenes that wouldn't fly. It wouldn't yeah, happen. they're very dated. What did you find so far? Um, They kept referencing um the word fag and faggy a lot. And, see, and retard. Yeah. A lot of things were, like, fag, faggy, retard. It was... It was not something that if this was like made in the year twenty twenty one would be would fly. It would just not fly anymore. There's yeah, also I um, think that works too. All I wanted to say about that is I that kind of that shit kind of bugs me because that's like a bit too liberal or whatever you want to like call that because the joke in the movie is that they're so stupid that they would use that terminology. Mm-hmm. It's not like they're people just going hey like fag this fag that. It's like. The guy's, like, retarded. They're everyone here, like, is super dumb. Intelligence level is, like, if you close your eyes and picture trailer trash, Yeah. that's just everybody. Yeah. Everybody is just trailer trash. Yeah, and he's just talking normally. Like, he doesn't talk proper or anything, but they keep saying his, like, speech is faggy. Yes, because yeah. he's using proper sentences and stuff. I noticed that they did have it where people had barcode tattoos. Yep. Which is another thing that I see in a lot of um, movies and even books that reference the future is that at some point, they're going to want us to all have barcode tattoos to make identification easier. Jess, you're holding your barcode tattoo right now. Yes. In your hand. Yeah, I am currently holding my phone. Yeah, they don't need that. They'll never do that because they don't need to because we we are a lot. We're paying money. We carry our own tracking devices with us pretty much everywhere. Yeah. They're thinking we can either spend our own money on the ink, or they'll go out and they'll spend five hundred, a thousand bucks on phones that we can just track them. Yes, and yeah. the thing is that the phones are constantly listening to our conversations. What else wouldn't fly nowadays? The one military guy who set up this whole experiment. <laughs> yeah. He was very, very white. Uh, when he was putting Rita and Joe into the pods, he comes in and he goes, "All right, my niggas." <laughs> and it's like, mm. like and, I'm not yeah. even I'm not even sure if it's gonna fly with me saying this on the podcast. And in case you're wondering, the joke is it's because he like hung out with a pimp one night, and he that's the guy who goes uh, to jail for prostitution. So like, yeah. he's trying to sound like a pimp, I suppose. Yeah, he he picked up the vocabulary, and he just he fell in love with the lifestyle. Uh, I think I think uh, there's nothing like nowadays like being a prostitute is called being a sex worker, and it's an empowering. Uh, job for women because it's their body uh one thing that's super not cool is being a pimp and this woman was terrified of her pimp like scared yes that was a reoccurring thing where um she was always worried that he was gonna come get her and joe's like look he is 500 years in the past there is no way he's coming to get you yeah he's brainwashed her she's manipulated yeah she is so ingrained to be terrified of this guy that she's like 
He's going to find a way. I don't get him his money. He's going to find a way to find me. And the guy who says the N-word uh, that Jess just mentioned, he says, like, when he's expa- explaining the experiment, like, I bought this lady off the, the pimp. For a year. Yeah. So, like, if this movie was made today, it wouldn't have been, like, they probably wouldn't have used a, a prostitute, but it would have been, like, I asked her for her consent to have her be a part of the experiment, you know, or whatnot. Also, I feel like if this movie was told today, there wouldn't be, it would be, like, Joanne. It wouldn't be. Yeah, they would have had a, a strong female lead instead of a male lead. And there would probably be less rub and tug jokes. Like, they had, uh, every restaurant was rub and tug. In Starbucks, it had said, like, latte. Hot latte. In quotations, and then... Full body latte. Yeah, so... There's another restaurant where it was something full release. Yeah. You remember? Uh, I remember that, yeah. Everything was just, like, a sex joke. I remember maybe, maybe it was gross. It was, like, a, a wing shack or something. I just remember thinking, like, Ew. I think it was the wing shack that yeah. was the full release wing. Yeah, for some reason, like, picturing, like, someone getting jerked off, like, with someone with, like, barbecue hands, you know? Because they're cooking, too, right? Uh, I don't know. I, some people might... Be into that, you know, put some barbecue sauce on my dick. Yeah, it smelled good for a bit. Uh, I wanted to bring up, there was some really cool, not cool, there was funny sayings they had in the, the, the movie. They said, um, what do they kept calling it? A scrode? Yeah, a scrode. Yeah. And I remember Kyle's like, they've said that a couple times now. What does that mean? And I'm just sitting here going, I think they've shortened the word for scrotum. Um, that one guy, Frito, he had uh, his, like, easy boy was a toilet, and he had 17 screens going on. Do you feel like after watching that, like you might have caught in some things you do in your life that mirror the the show that you might like? I know it's a sh- movie, but like, do you feel that you're going to do things differently at all? Like me, like I'm not gonna do things differently. For example, but I remember like I like to have a lot of screens going on. Yes, that's something I do too. I'll have like the TV going with like Netflix. I'll be doing something on my phone. I usually have a podcast or, like, music playing on my Google speaker. And I always thought that was, like, made me smart because I'm, like, listening to all these things at once, absorbing information. But, yeah, it's just all just noise. It's it's just kind of to drum out anything yeah. intelligent thought you would have. Uh, one thing I noticed that I'm, I'm sure uh, it wasn't intentional, but I kind of created a, a sub-story within the story, okay? Okay. So you know Frito, right? Yes. What, was, what did his ex-girlfriend go on to be? He said she was a pilot. Oh, yes, yeah. And th- this is dumb, I know, but... There's a scene where... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say? Yeah, there's a scene where um they uh, catch up to the car that Joe was in. They had ditched it, but the cops all come up and they're, like, shooting the car down. And the one cop has, like, a rocket launcher. And instead of shooting the rocket launcher at the car, he shoots it up into the air. Or it, like, just bounces off the car or something. Because they're just... They, no, no. Oh, did not he, do that? It, he full-on shot it in oh, the okay. wrong direction. Yeah, so then the, air, the airplane goes down. And then Frito, like, the, obviously the joke is he's excited because he's like, oh, cool explosions, but I like to think he's like, that's my ex-girlfriend. That bitch is going down. And then later on, they go to a Costco. And it's a huge Costco. It's, like, the size of a town, right? Yeah. And there's, and I'm sure it's supposed to be implied that the plane's been there for so long because no one cleaned it. But it's just, uh, like, an airplane crashed in the Costco. So I like to think there's, like, an off-screen character who had a little story go on. You know, this lady, she dated Frito, she became a pilot, got shot down. You know, she did. Now she did. There's a spinoff of this. Okay. Which character do you think would be the breakout character? Which character, if there was going to be a spinoff, who would you want to be following? Is the spinoff um, before or after the events of the movie? After. After? Or, uh, I, you know what? I'm, as I'm saying this, I still haven't read the article. I just see that in Wikipedia it says spinoff. And I see the character it's about. See, I'm going to go right out and say that it was... 
maybe Frito. Sure, I can see that. Um, or the president. I feel like those two got like the most screen time besides Joe and Rita. All right, one sec. Uh, Cruz has a bunch of funnier die sketches mm-hmm. and like web uh, series where it stars the president character. And it seems that they released it around the election time because, like, that's the most appropriate time. I wrote down in my notes Judge Judy because when he got to the judge, the judge was, like, uh, like a wrestler or something. Yeah. The same way that, like, the president was a wrestler, which I felt really mirrored uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and just how, like, judge at one point, Judge Judy was, like, the most paid TV uh, performer. She was getting a million dollars an episode. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, she probably makes more now if the show's still on the air. Oh, uh, what was your favorite scene? You don't know? I'll tell you my favorite scene. Okay. The scene where he goes to see the doctor and it's Justin Long was by far the funniest, most interesting scene to me. I liked how... Okay, yeah, that was... The doctor walks in smoking a joint and he's talking all like surfer guy and he's like, bro, you're retarded. I'm sorry. It's all chill. My ex-girlfriend was retarded. It's not the worst thing. And then he doesn't have the armband and it just blows his fucking mind. Unscannable! Unscannable! Yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, what was your favorite scene? I think it was anything that had the president in it. Just really funny. Yeah, I felt that was really the, like the part that Terry Crews was born to play. Just like a stupid, uh, untalented... Oh, am I like feeling some hate for Terry Crews here? I don't like Terry Crews. Oh, okay. I think we need to rethink this uh, whole situation here, Kyle. <laughs> Terry Crews, if you're listening, he is not worth it. Uh, Terry Crews is not funny. Terry Crews is only famous because uh, Michael Clark Duncan died. Once Michael Clark Duncan died, Terry Crews swooped in and stole all his fucking roles. Okay, I can see that, but I still like Terry Crews a lot, so... Well, you watch that terrible fucking show he's in. Brooklyn Nine-Nine is a great show. It is hilarious. It might be a great show. I don't know about that. It's not a good show. Oh my show. gosh. Um, I'm going to throw something at your head soon. I noticed that a few uh, actors, which isn't surprising, but a few actors in the movie um, were actually uh, actors in King of the Hill. Okay. Which makes sense because Michael Judge, Mike Judge, right? Yeah. Uh, just a few off the top of my head that I noticed was uh, Stephen uh, Root, the guy who played the judge. Okay. He plays uh, Hank Hill's boss, uh, Strickland, and he also plays Bill, like the saddest, dumbest friend. Okay. The one guy who kept saying, brought to you by Carlos Jr. Yeah. He's the voice of Dale, Hank's next door neighbor. That's the sunglasses dude, right? Yeah. Okay. Who smokes um, Manitoba cigarettes. Okay. That's the cigarette brand, fictional cigarette brand he smokes. And I think that's actually one of the two I noticed. Uh, this was like the first movie, or anything for that matter, that probably starred, um, what's her name? Maya Rudolph. Yeah. Maybe. We can search her IMDb, but. Uh, her Wikipedia is laid out in a way I don't like, so I can't. Oh, here we go. Um, I mean, basically, she was in, uh, Fifty First Dates. Um, she was in Duplex. That's about it. Uh, do you have any more things on your notes or no? Um, not really. I liked, um, that they had, um, like a robot vacuum cleaner, and I just, right away, I was like, oh, there's a Roomba! Yeah, they predicted the Roomba. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what'd you think of the movie? Would you ever watch it again? Did you think it was good? Did you think it was bad? It was okay. Like, I would watch it again, but it's, like, not something I would watch maybe more than, like, twice. Yeah. I feel like I really, before we watch the PS scene, do you want to guess what, like, what, what rope, what string wasn't knotted, like, finished? Like, 
What could it possibly be about? I feel like, now this is just going out on a limb here and I'm probably way off, but okay. it's probably Upgrade going to find that guy because she didn't come back. What are you doing? What? Have you seen this before? Really? Alright, guys, hey. I don't know what's happening. One sec, let me just uh, mute this so we don't get sued by Paramount or whoever released this show. Oh, Fox probably, because it was a Fox scene. <laughs> oh, one thing I'll say is, uh, he got arrested, right? Like, yeah. they show you a newspaper, and then she tries to find his name uh, in the news, like, in, like, uh, the, the phone book, and there's, like, 500 of them? Yeah, there's a bunch of upgrades. So do you think, like, mothers saw that name in the newspaper, and they're like, oh, I like that name. The way people like watch Game of Thrones and be like, yeah, Khaleesi's. Only my daughter Khaleesi's. Probably. Yeah, that's my theory. Maybe. Yeah, 20th Century Fox. Yeah. Well, right. they had Fox News, so. Ready, babe? Hmm. Oh, shit. It's Upgrade. Yeah, this guy's coming out of one of those time capsules. I guess when he got arrested, he volunteered himself, too. Probably. Oh, gotta get his cap. <laughs> okay, so obviously if there was a sequel, it would have been like Idiocracy 2, the, like the Revenge of Upgrade. Yeah. Upgraded. Oh. All right, so that's it for um, Idiocracy. I got nothing else to say about it. Probably watch those Terry Crew shorts later on. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, guys, next time we're going to do another episode, probably about Falcon and Winter Soldier. You know, watch those two. Uh, thanks for listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Jessica, is there anything you want to say? Be safe out there. Yeah, be safe. Always wrap your penis. <laughs>